0: Are you somebody who prefers to hide and lurk in the background of photos? Does the idea of boudoir shoots give you like goosebumps? Like, oh no, Want to look at my body, then you're going to love today's interview. I'm going to be chatting with Natalia Dulga, who is a self-love coach and sensual boudoir photographer. And she's showing the tips that she uses in her own life for herself and for her daughter, and also for her clients to help them make peace with their bodies so that they can finally see the beauty that is really there. This is one of my favorite episodes so far, and I think you're going to love it. So whether this is your first time here or you've been here before, welcome. I'm Lisa Welsh. This is In Bed With Lisa and you're in the right place for conversations that are going to help you to access more pleasure in your life and have more fun in bed because life is too short for mediocre sex. Now, if that sounds like something that you're interested in, then why not go ahead, like and subscribe, rate and review to make sure that you get the next installment and to help me to spread this word to as many people as possible. Without further ado let's dive into today's conversation. Welcome back to In Bed with Lisa. Today I'm delighted to be joined by Natalia Dulga, who is a self-love coach and boudoir photographer. Welcome Natalia.
1: Hi Lisa, super
0: excited to be here today. I'm just so happy to actually have you face to face on my screen so that I can ask you all of the questions because I love the work that you do on Instagram. So in case anybody doesn't know you, please tell us a little bit more about you.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Okay, well, um, I work a lot with women around self-love and around sexuality. And I do also pudora photography, which is, you know, um, it's very much more known in like, you know, the US and Canada. And I I moved to France a few years ago and here it's like a whole new field that people don't know about. Um, But I think like another term that we could use for that, it's also like phototherapy because it is a therapeutic approach to photography to really help women um, embody their femininity embody their sexuality um, to really have like a more gentle um, gaze upon their bodies and to see themselves like this loving way and allow themselves to go into those aspects of themselves that we are so often scared to go into and that really ties in with the coaching that I do which is around self-love and sexuality for women
0: a gentle gaze I love that (laughs) I love that because you're right. How often do we look in the mirror and the way we look at our own bodies and our reflection is not gentle?
1: No, no. There's so much self-criticism. The inner critic comes out with her whip and it's like, okay, let me tell you all the things that are wrong about your body, you know? And then we kind of like focus on this, maybe like one or two things. And we sometimes forget that we are not just those things we're focusing on. We are like all of our body, right? Like we are everything around us and I really love using a metaphor I actually created for my daughter um she's nine at the moment and she's like a little gymnast and I like, I love seeing her in her body like she's so you know doing all her things and like she loves her body and I'm like wow like that's so powerful like the world didn't teach her yet that she has to hate her body but I know it's coming I'm like what can I do to like you know I know I can't shelter her from everything I can't shelter her from like you know social influences uh, but I'm like what can I, you know, tell her that will kind of help her, you know, feel more at home in her body? And then I'm like, that's good. Powerful. Let me share it with like more women, you know? So, you know, if, if you think of our body as, imagine if it's a home because it's the, the home of our soul and that's the only home we will ever have for like all of our life. And instead of living in our home, instead of really knowing what's in there and feeling safe in there and feeling protected and feeling so joyful in our home, we just stand on the front porch and we wave like at all the passerbys and we're like, hello. Like, do you like my house? Is it pretty enough? Is it look good enough for you? And if people on the outside are like, oh, I don't like the way it looks, we can like bash our house and destroy it and try to like mold it and change it so like the people on the outside can say, yeah, thumbs up, now it looks pretty, you know? Mm-hmm. And the thing is we forget is like, everybody has a different opinion. Everybody will see a different thing in us. Like there is no such thing as, like as objectively, you know, good looks, you know, it's, it's yeah. so subjective. And so we waste our life, we have waste our precious time instead of like inhabiting this body, inhabiting with joy, like really feeling at home in it, we kind of just like wait for external validation. I'm not saying everybody, but there's so many of us and myself included, I really was on that journey. I'm like, oh my God, I am so not inhabiting my house. I'm not inhabiting my, my body. I'm just like always in my head wondering what will people think of me and trying to find my sense of self-love through the reflection in other people's and oh that was such an empowering way of inhabiting my own body because i really wasn't there i was in my head
0: that is amazing and it's so true because when you think about that standing on the front porch calling to passersby do you like my house like when you put it that way like who cares what they think about your house but that is exactly wow. what we think about our body that we want those random passersby even just random people on social media we crave their approval of our body
1: yes yes and you know the thing is that like what I realized working with women is that um you know it's 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 in a way it's normal because we are social beings we evolved in a way that like you know we want to feel accepted by others right and so like the easiest way to get access like well I'm gonna look good and people are gonna give me thumbs up and I'm gonna feel good about myself right like this is yeah. like the- <laughs> um but the thing is that like the more we actually take the time to focus inwards, to go in and inhabit our bodies, to get to know our bodies, to connect to our bodies, to show them that we love them, right? That like, yes, it's good that somebody gave you a compliment, but that's not gonna change my life because I give myself compliments, right? Like I love myself. The less we actually need the reflection of others like naturally it's not like something that like okay now I'm gonna work on detaching myself from other people like no the more you work on attaching yourself to your own self the less you will actually naturally need the reflection of other people because you're already so anchored and you're already inhabiting in your house and you're like okay maybe I'll wave to you from my window but I'm in my house and I'm comfortable you know yeah Yeah. Good, you know, so it's not even something that you need to work on. It's like just the more you connect to yourself, the more naturally you will detach yourself from the opinion of others because you are having your own back in a way.
0: Yes, I love that. Oh, and it's I just love that that whole concept came from your your relationship with your daughter and, and preempting what society may change in her perception of herself. So that must be a really tricky feeling as a parent to have a daughter that's going to be susceptible to those kinds of things. I think that's powerful that you had that for her. So something else that you said in your initial speech there, um, that I just thought, whoa, that's amazing. Therapeutic photography. Is that how you described it? Therapeutic photography.
1: What a great way of seeing it. How, yeah, that's how I describe it because I think that's what it is, you know. Um, it's good to work on the mindset, but sometimes we also need like um how do I say more practical and like hands-on tools to really work with our body and love ourselves and to change our own perspective and I don't find there is a lot of spaces like that where you can you know go and feel safe and feel held and not like just really open up and explore your own self but through photography so like you have a visual feedback in a way like something different like a way of looking at yourself that maybe you didn't have before right because most women we're not going to stand in front of the mirror and be like okay let me you know take those poses you know like we, we don't usually do that so we don't see ourselves from different angles like from different perspectives right or maybe sometimes we can go into like self-judgment right away and to have somebody there who's like guiding you and holding that space for you and be like okay you know like reflecting back to you another aspect of yourself that maybe you never met or you never seen I think it's going to be incredibly healing and incredibly empowering as well, and it, at the same time it also works not just on self-love but also on sexuality for women because for me I think it's those 2 that they're so deeply interlinked together right and to have the safe space to be like okay I'm gonna explore my feminine I'm gonna explore my sexual like the sex goddess like it's just gonna come out and play and sometimes it can be so intimidating for so many women because we have never allowed ourselves to step into those aspects and embody them because in photography you're gonna have to embody that you have to let that as through right um and if you know a lot of my photo sessions well i would say like 90 percent of them start with i am not photogenic yeah but on photos i'm like okay if i have to get paid every time somebody tells me that Yeah, and that's like most of the things that like block the person. But the thing is that like once the women start feeling safe, and you see it in the photos. At first, it's like you know you have like a little bit of rigidity, and they you you see like they're you know they're um, uh, maybe they're. are clenched, and they're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. And it's totally normal. Like all women go through this. I mean, like to allow somebody you don't necessarily know very well to see you in such vulnerable space that I, like I admire the women who come to boudoir sessions with me. I have like enormous respect for them because I know how intimidating this can be. And so then, you know, but as the session goes, they feel into their bodies and they open up and the side of them comes out naturally because they're like, okay, oh I'm not judged oh I'm safe to do this oh I've been wanting to do this for so long and then like this aspect of them comes out and then like you see at the end of the session it's like woohoo you know and it's so so powerful and so beautiful and so healing to see a woman giving herself permission Mm -hmm. to go and like that's what I absolutely adore about my work amazing and you're right
0: giving yourself permission because not only do they probably think I'm not photogenic like that's something they tell us I'm not photogenic I'm not sexy maybe they don't even know what that sex kitten part of them is like or not they don't even think that they have that inside of them yeah then Sad. you come out with your camera and they maybe start like acting like I think I, I'm supposed to do this I'm supposed to do this until they can relax and just allow it Yes, and I guide
1: women. Like I I don't expect a woman who have never been in front of a camera to be like, okay, now like get in your underwear or like even no, no, nothing on, you know, and go pose. Like of course they're not gonna know necessarily what to do, right? But it's like co-creation process. So like I will guide them, I will show them the poses. I have pretty good experience of like, you know, what would flatter different body types, like what angles, what poses, what light, you know. So I will guide them through the process so that they can feel the best about themselves. And then it becomes a fun co-creation because once they let this like guard mech like mechanism of like, you know, oh, I'm gonna just stay a little bit rigid in my body and not trust. Once this is down, then that becomes a really fun part because like, oh, I want to try this and I want to try that. And then like we co-create together. So that's like the fun part Ah, amazing amazing and then I'm
0: guessing that the therapy comes not only in the letting the guard down and enjoying and embodying themselves but then in seeing like you said the reflection seeing what you see seeing the beauty Mm -hmm. that you see in them that they don't necessarily see in themselves
1: yes yes oh my god this is so empowering because you know so many times we kind of create an idea of what we look like and you know sometimes this idea is actually false (laughs) yeah but we create a city and so having like seeing ourselves from different angles and that's the tricky part because sometimes what can happen is that there are angles of ourselves that we might not be used to seeing and that can be like I like for me I see both of the spectrums right so some women will be like oh my god I absolutely adore I didn't even know I could look like this and like oh my god like who is person i don't even recognize myself like i look like this really and then there are some women who can be really shocked shocked you know They're like oh my god i look like this i've never seen that, my, that angle of myself and i think this is so powerful um because that's where like a lot of healing comes in because that's when you're invited to go into like so much more compassion and jealousy, like wow you know and i work with women through this we're like we're gonna sit with this you know and I would say most of the time, eventually, even if that first reaction was like, "Oh my God, I don't want to see myself," um eventually there comes this process of love and be like, "Wow, you know what? I judged myself so harshly in the first in the first time that I saw those pictures, but I actually really love them, and I actually really start appreciating the woman who is in them, and I'm starting to." know, see the whole beauty of her, not just like focusing on my butt cheek that has a little bit of satellite or whatever, you know, or like those ripples or the rolls on my tummy. But now I see the whole woman and I see her like, you know, and this is so powerful. And I think like every woman will go through her own journey and will get from it, whatever she needs to get in that moment.
0: Wow. And that, that is amazing. I think you're completely right. I can just, oh, yeah, seeing photos of yourself from someone else's lens, somebody with your talent as well. So how can women then, if they suspect, like if they want to just like get a little taste of this power, how can they start this on their own? Like, if is there something that we can do? Just if you're a normal busy woman, you've got all of this stuff going on, like how can you just capture a little essence of this power?
1: Oh my goodness, that's such a good question. Um, you know what, I think like if you want to try to do your own photos, that could be very very healing because um you trust yourself you know sometimes it's harder when you're with somebody else because there's like this whole trust issues and I think a lot of women don't give themselves permission to go and do a boudoir session which I think all women on earth should do at some point in their life um because they're so afraid to open up to somebody else because it does require a huge level of vulnerability to go into that space with someone else and trust and so I think me as a photographer the biggest thing that I do with women is not actually the technical part of like knowing my light and my poses is building trust with women Mm -hmm. because this will completely change the whole session Mm -hmm. um so but if you want to try to do it yourself, you can start taking photos of yourself and be like, okay, you know what? I've never allowed myself to do that. And I actually do that with some of my clients. And a lot of my clients are like, oh my God, I took sexy photos of myself. (laughs) And then they're like, that was so empowering because I thought it would not look good, but I found like angles of me that look really nice. And I'd like myself. And I was like, oh my God. And then I sent it to my partner and he freaked out. And you know, so it's just like Mm. start probably playing with this as well you know so this is like in terms of like you know um, hands-on experience and it also sometimes can make you feel more juicy and more like you know fire and spicy because like ooh I'm gonna take like sexy photos of myself you know so I I definitely recommend to try and play with that and you trust yourself like I mean if you don't feel comfortable with something you will just like you know yourself you're like oh that doesn't feel comfortable to me I'm just gonna stop there you know so that's easier when we are one-on-one another thing that i really and it's not necessarily like related to the photos themselves but i think a very powerful tool to like start anchoring more self-love and more self-respect um is to watch the language we speak to ourselves with right because so often um you know and i see that over and over is like when you see for example a photo of you or just like your own reflection in the mirror or whatnot we use words that can be very harsh right? We can like go into like the self-critic and the self-critic is not always very nice. And so sometimes just like taking the time and consciously choosing the words we're yeah. going to use to describe ourselves, that can really deeply change the whole perspective we have of ourselves mm-hmm. and be like, I will not tolerate bullying from anybody, including myself. And that starts with just shifting the words we use, you know, and be like, you know what, this, I wouldn't say that to my best friend so i will not say that to myself i'm gonna honor myself in that way you know just no more bad words that's it just change the words you use okay it doesn't have to be and i know like finding like oh i love myself and i'm so beautiful sometimes that cannot be accessible and that can be hard so just start with like i'm just not gonna bully myself i'm just not gonna say negative things about yeah that's it you know and just that is already incredibly transformational
0: yeah, that's like a just like a, a, a small but powerful step that is more accessible, like you said. Something else that I think when you see yourself in photos like that, it can really like confront you. You 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 can be confronted by this vision of yourself that is unlike what you tell yourself that you are. Now let me explain that because I think I'm being a little bit more I'm being complicated but what I mean is like say you're a mother for example and you see yourself as a mother and you behave in the way that a mother should behave according to society that you're doing the motherly things that when you see yourself in a sexy photo or a reflection that can be quite challenging at first, right? It challenges you to break those roles. Do you ever experience that with your, with your clients?
1: Ooh, okay, well, you know what, not specifically in that level, because most of the women who came there, they already kind of like, even to take the step of coming for this type of photos, that means somewhere you're already in a way shaking up those roles for yourself, right? Uh, Because if not, you probably wouldn't even go into like a photo session like this in the first place. However, I can absolutely relate to how this comes up to because we all have like a, you know, like an idea of who we should be or how this type of person should behave. And like, that's why it's so important to also, you know, um, I respect every woman's journey and I we talk in advance and we prepare that in advance and there is a lot of discussion going on throughout the photo session to understand everybody's comfort zone because for somebody like you know just removing a little bit like you know there, there's no right or wrong way of doing a boudoir photo session so some people are like I want to be naked and I'm cool like this and I want to celebrate this body and some women come they're like okay can I wear like a big t-shirt and socks and lots of things and just like opening their shoulder that's already like oh my God, this is like the wildest thing i have ever done in my life you know so like it's it's very uh empowering to me as well as a as a woman to see like wow like there is no right or wrong way to express our sexuality because we are so different everybody right and what looks like very sexual to one will not look the same thing to somebody else and like that's not how their femininity and sexuality is expressed right and so again i think it's so important to be like okay well all right, you want to step more into that sexual aspect of yourself. What are your own boundaries? What are your own, you know, comfort zones? How much are you willing to step out of your comfort zone? Because I'm also here to like shake things up a little bit and you know, help them get a little bit outside of their own comfort zone that they would normally go. But I think it's also so super important to have this communication advance and to be like, okay, you know, like, is this too much for you? Like, gee, is this like respecting your boundaries? You know, like, because there's like boundaries, like, okay, it's my boundary, but I want to get a little bit out. And there's like the boundary of like, okay, this is really my boundary. And like, this is too much for me, right? And this is where the communication comes in and like deep respect for everybody's journey and like not me trying to impose of like what boudoir should be like for you but more like what is good love for you how do you want to express your own femininity how do you want to express your own sexuality and we go with that so there's a lot of discussion like do you want pictures like of your booty do you feel comfortable with this for example or is it like too much for you because some women i can like you know we we discuss this like we can do like very very sexualist poses and they're like yes I want this wild sexual woman to come through and I want to be like, wow, you know? And someone like, okay, this is way too much for me. I'll just sit on the floor, you know, cross the legs and be like, oh, here's my shoulder, you know? So, so yeah. it's it's so individual. And I think that's like... Um, a very powerful learning lesson for all of us and for them as all well. like, oh, I thought I would be able to go into this pose, but you know, it's made me completely uncomfortable. So maybe there is some kind of like sexual shame that I'm still carrying. Maybe there is some things to explore as well. And some other women are like, oh no, I actually thought I would be scared, but like I was not scared at all. And like this version of me came out and I was like, where did she come from? Where was she all this time? You know? So yeah, there's like a lot of things that happened during Boudoirs actually. Amazing, so it actually sounds like there's like a full consent
0: conversation, like a negotiation beforehand, and then it really, it goes along with whatever feels safe to their person, right? Their sense of safety in their body and and what they're able to open up. I just think, wow, this, it's so much
1: more than just taking a few snaps, it's wonderful. I think it's so important, especially in this uh, body of work, in this line of work, to really have consent and to continuously communicate, even throughout the session. Even if before they said, you know what, I want to go like all wild and super sexualized and stuff. And then they come to the session like, actually that does not feel comfortable to me. So it's really important to like really discuss it even as we go through the session. Like, are you still feeling comfortable? Uh, Would you like to try this pose? And I show the poses for them. Like I get on the bed or on the floor and I'm like, I'm gonna do this pose. And like, I'm showing them like, would that be comfortable for you? Okay, let's try that. You know, so there's like a whole communication going on through the session. And something I want to bring up also, um, which sometimes, you know, it can be not like dangerous. Well, it could be dangerous, but I want to bring that up because there's a lot of um you know especially younger girls who go and they're like you know just like photographers I put like in quote marks or like yeah come I'll take pictures and I'm like it happened um not to me but somebody used my profile like a fake created a fake profile with my picture and pretended to be like me to lure in girls and to take photos so I just Put that in since we're talking about it this is so important like nobody like a professional photographer will never tell you you have to be naked on your photo shoot they will never put any you know um, they will not force their vision on you they will always ask for your consent they will always ask for permission especially to touch the body like nobody's allowed to touch your body without your consent like and I know that this happens and I know this happens in France because when I came here like I would always ask like okay is it okay with you if like I arrange I your hair if it's like mess, like, or like in a way, like, I touch your body somehow, like, to help you position, is that okay with yeah. you? And every time I'm going to do it, I ask for their permission, and like, wow, nobody ever asked me that before, you know? So, I think it's so important to bring this aspect of consent and communication. And if somebody doesn't do that, that's not normal I think it's a big red flag to be aware of so I'm just putting this there in case somebody's listening and thought like oh you know I'll go do a photo session with a photographer look for red flags as well because there are some people who are not necessarily um you know in the heart space when it comes to that because that's you know like yeah just just to be aware of
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for saying that. Yeah, that's a really, really important thing to include. Wow. Gosh, because it is vulnerable, it does take surrender. And with it being a healing process, you need to be able to do this, like you said, either alone or with somebody that you trust. So thank you so much for sharing all of this. Please let us know for anybody who wants to come and find out more about you and your work, how they can find you and how they can work with you
1: oh yes well i'm mostly on instagram that's like where i hang out most of the time um at unleash the goddess um i also am on tiktok since recently like about a month i started a tiktok account as well. it's the same name unleash the goddess i'm also on facebook and on facebook i have a beautiful group it's a community for women there's just women and we talk about our journey about so- around self-love around sexuality i share some of my photos there that might not be shared outside because some women don't feel comfortable with sharing their photos and I will never ever ever share somebody's photos without their written permission to share their photos. and some just feel comfortable for me to share it with other women but maybe not on Instagram so there's like more you know exclusive work and it's just like a more um you know private um safe community for women to really explore around their bodies and their sexuality and self so love. so if somebody wants to join and uh, that's a beautiful safe space I have on Facebook as well And that's pretty much where I hang out. So any one of those three platforms, I'll be super happy to connect. Fantastic. I'll share all of the links in the show notes
0: below. But thank you so much for giving us your time today, Natalia. It was wonderful to talk with you.
1: My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. That is all for today. I really
0: hope that you enjoyed this interview. Let me know in the comments below what was your biggest takeaway. And if there's something you really want me to cover or somebody you would love me to interview, then let me know as well. I want to hear from you. And before I go, if you would like some more free educational content to help you to have more fun in the bedroom, then head over to my website, inbedwithlisa.com forward slash free dash resources. And you can grab my free 56 page ebook called The A to Z of Fun Sex. It is full of 26 ideas that are going to make you want to cancel tonight's plans. So be warned. Thank you so much for sticking around and I'll see you next time.